The Cumberland River Compact is pleased to collaborate with Tennessee State Parks and the Mac Richard Legacy Project to present this special episode of River Talks. For some listeners, the name Mac Pritchard is synonymous with Tennessee's environment. For others, the name may be new. But if you have stepped foot in a Tennessee state park, natural area, or really any conserved land in our state, you can probably thank Mac for making your experience possible. This special episode of River Talks will introduce you to Mac Pritchard in honor of Mac Pritchard Day on March 31st. You'll hear some details about Mac's life, but most importantly, you'll hear stories collected from his family, friends, and colleagues about Mac the conservationist, Mac the environmental advocate, and Mac the friend. Mac's dedication to preserving our region's natural and cultural heritage began at an early age. His love and respect for nature were instilled by his family from the start. Geraldine Pritchard Caller, Mac's older sister, wrote in an email about some of these early shared memories. Mac and I were nurtured in a family with reverence for nature. We had been taught that God has given us this world to care for as well as enjoy. As a boy, he would visit the Nankana area and Chukalissa Indian Grounds near T.O. Fuller State Park in Memphis City Limits. I was seven years older, so I could drive him and sometimes a friend to spend Saturdays exploring and searching the streams and woodland area. He examined artifacts found in abundance at Chukalissa. He practiced chipping rocks with a piece of flint repeatedly until he was able to make arrowheads himself. Within a few years, in 1962, when Chukalissa was being reconstructed as a village and Choctaw Indians were brought in from Mississippi to live there, he taught them how to chip out the arrowheads so they could demonstrate to visitors. Somehow it was picked up by Time magazine. Mac was 16 by then. Mac collected all sorts of rocks and minerals and always had a lizard or salamander for a pet. I remember returning home late after a date and easing into the darkened house as quietly as possible. When I closed my bedroom door and flicked on the light, there was his pet lizard shedding its skin. My scream brought my parents and Mac out of a deep sleep. I didn't think it was funny. In high school, Mac was an active volunteer at Pink Palace, the local museum. He arranged and labeled displays, lending some of his own collection. He encouraged building the planetarium at the museum. As a teenager, Mac was named the vice president of the Memphis Archaeology Club and helped convince the owner of Park and Mound in Arkansas to donate the site for preservation. This small victory sparked a lifetime commitment to pulling back the curtain on wild and beautiful places for preservation. He began his 50-year career advocating for Tennessee's environment at the age of 16 as a seasonal naturalist in Shelby Forest State Park. He went on to work in the state park's educational services and helped to create the Tennessee Archaeological Division and served as the first state archaeologist. Mack was also Tennessee's first state naturalist and served under eight Tennessee governors during his career. As Mack himself said in the interview, quote, they call me the state naturalist and I guess I'm the one who goes statewide and does what comes natural, end quote. In the 60s and 70s, with a charge from the governor to find the last of the best places, Mac set out to identify and preserve places across Tennessee. 
He helped identify and establish almost half of Tennessee state parks and numerous state natural areas, including popular spots like Savage Gulf, Mountain Bottom Archaeological Site, and Radnor Lake. Tanya Pritchard, former wife of Mac, wrote in and shared her thoughts on these early efforts. Mac was a doer and a giver. I especially remember when the TVA started the Teleco Dam in 1969. Mac said, don't try to destroy what God has given us. Mac would say, it's not yours to develop. He coordinated with other environmentalists, local landowners, and neighboring Cherokee Indians, even the tiny three-inch long snail darters in the Tennessee River, which were finally relocated to nearby streams and rivers in 1973, where they flourished. John Froschauer, retired Tennessee State Park naturalist, shares his early introduction to Mac Pritchard. My name is John Froschauer, retired Tennessee State Park naturalist. I first came to Nashville in 1982 to conduct archaeological survey work on state parks and forests, and in gathering a list of informants, I was given the name of former state archaeologist Mac Pritchard. As a good source of information, I was told that he knew everything. So when I finally uh, pinned him down for a a short meeting, um, I was very surprised uh, in that I thought I would be uh, talking with a an old geezer who was just full of um, uh, folklore and stories and laughs, and uh, found that he was about half that age, uh, but uh, certainly wise beyond the uh, early 40s chronological age at that time. At any rate, he was very encouraging and uh, enthusiastic and ecstatic that the, uh, the, some systematic uh, archaeological inventory work was uh, going on in state parks. So I later found out that he was instrumental in requiring uh, quite a number of these uh, parks that I was doing survey work in. Well, later on we got to uh, get together socially here and there, and he always had great stories about um, the uh, cultural features uh, that I was uh, recording at that time. Uh, I eventually moved over to state parks as a ranger, and then in 1989 as a regional uh, interpretive specialist for uh, the program services section. Turns out Mac was in that section, and uh, so we became co-workers. And uh, what I uh, what really impressed me about him was uh, very interesting. Uh, was uh, he was never sat still, always taking notes uh, in this illegible left-handed scrawl on the uh, numerous uh, little pocket notebooks that sticking out of every single pocket, uh, and uh, always had uh, comments. Um, and uh, something to say about uh, the issues of the time in state parks and around the state in general. And uh, he was just uh, the happy warrior uh, uh, jetting from one end of the state to the other, preaching the message of conservation with uh, uh, amazing slideshows. And uh, very importantly, uh, our section would hire college students each summer uh, to work in state parks as naturalists, and Mac would provide the keynote address at their training session. And uh, they were always very inspired and moved by this. And uh, a couple of decades of witnessing these, I, I tried to record as many as possible. And uh, I'm very glad to see that uh, nowadays that so many are available uh, for the public public viewing on YouTube. And I encourage anyone interested in conservation and uh, resources and parks in general to check them out. Because uh, however old they might be, uh, there's a very relevant subtle or not so subtle message in each one of them for everyone. Thank you.
Mac Pritchett was also a founding and longtime member of many conservation organizations like Tennessee Trails Association, Tennessee Scenic Rivers Association, Tennessee Parks and Greenways Foundation, now the 10 Green Land Conservancy, Middle Tennessee Conservancy, which later became the Nature Conservancy of Tennessee, and the Tennessee chapter of the Sierra Club. Mac was also one of the 14 people to sign the Cumberland River Compacts Charter in May of 1997. Mac was a masterful educator and speaker, bringing the parks to the people. He shared his photos and enthusiasm for our wild places with schools, churches, and community groups, engaging frontline people in conversation about what they see in their community. Look, see, and listen was a motto of Max, said Tanya Pritchard. He investigated and learned about each natural object he encountered, then shared that information with others as he lectured or led nature walks. He was always available, always gave body and soul. He would stay up all night preparing his slide illustrated lectures. Colleagues tell stories of Max's ability to make a listless group of college students become enthralled with the stories he told of Tennessee's nature or inspire budding biology students and the next generation of Tennessee's conservation leaders. Sanford McGee was one of those students. My name is Sanford McGee. I first met Mac Pritchard in the spring of 1969 on the MTSU campus. Uh, he came to do a program for the biology club. Uh, I, uh, I helped him, I met him and uh, helped him carry his uh, slide projector and screen in. And uh, that's when we met. Uh, I, along with a uh, auditorium full of students were mesmerized. It was the, the biology club. So everybody was into what Mac was preaching the gospel of. So that was our first meeting. We uh, became friends, and in 1970, um, he uh, offered me a, 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 my first job after graduating from college uh, as park naturalist on the first seasonal uh, program in the state park system up at Fall Creek Falls State Park. Uh, I saw him quite a lot during that, that uh, summer as he would go from one end of the state to the other uh, and just uh, 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 continuing to network and make connections. Um, I grew up in Bersheba Springs, uh, Savage Gulf, Stone Door. Uh, that was my stomping ground when I was a kid and uh, was very involved in preserving that. And so Mac, of course, was at the forefront of that. And... Uh, so Savage Gulf uh, camping trip happened in probably uh, the uh, mid-70s uh, with a whole crew of people up in Savage Gulf. And uh, we camped out up there for a weekend, uh, went up to a spring to uh, get some water. And that was the first time I had been around Mac when he uh, called in the owls. Uh, and I just, I couldn't believe it. Uh, right around us, shining our lights, I saw like six or eight uh, great horns. And um, I was thinking, man, you know, uh, uh, Mac is a modern day St. Francis. <laughs> uh, 
Wow, so through all of those efforts, then eventually the state park system happened over there, Savage Gulf Preservation League uh, that we were involved with. Uh, I being a high school biology teacher, uh, Earth Day was a big, a, a big day uh, at the schools that I taught in, and Mac was always a part of that. Um, in 1976, Mac was passing over Mont Eagle Mountain where I lived and said, you've got to meet this woman who has this big tract of land out there who wants to uh, have people live on the farm there and uh, uh, preserve and protect the land. And so you've got to come meet her. And that was Gail Link. He introduced me to her and, and over a period of some years, uh, the, uh, that was the evolution of South Cumberland Regional Land Trust. Mac was the catalyst for that, and I call him the Land Trust Godfather. Um, and we, were, uh, we became um, uh, one of the first land trusts in Tennessee in 1992, and uh, Mac uh, was on the founding board. So Mac's influence and networking has been one of the most powerful um, parts of my life, and I am in great gratitude of all of the contributions that he made. So these are my thoughts. I miss Mac and uh, think of him often, especially when we uh, when I hear an owl. <laughs> Mac was also a skilled writer and photographer, telling colleagues to, quote, always carry a camera because you can capture moments that will never happen again. He purchased a camera while in college in Memphis to document his exploration of Tennessee's nature, taking over 100,000 photos of his experiences in Tennessee and using those photos and presentations for decades to come. The Mac Pritchard Legacy Project is archiving and sharing those photos online, with over 70 albums spanning over 40 years on everything from Tennessee state parks to Native American artifact collections and countless photos of volunteers in action. His writings, photos, and knowledge are now part of a long and important history of Tennessee's environmental movement. Latham Davis shares more about Mac's love of history and the lessons they shared together. Hello, I'm Latham Davis. At the time of my story, I was a past president and a future president of Friends of South Cumberland. So Mac and I had served several years together on the Friends Board. I was visiting Mac at his house on River Road in about 2012, about 10 years ago. We were discussing what should become of his books and archives. He took me on a short walk down to the Cumberland River beside his place and pointed out where once this was the western entrance to Nashville. He explained that cattlemen would drive their herds across this ford on the river. We could look across and see the state capitol in the distance. Mac loved history, and I took the opportunity to ask a question that had never been answered for me, though I had grown up in Nashville. What happened to the famous French Lick, the name given to that place before the first settlers? It must have been a creek near the bluff 
where salt collected and attracted deer. Was it just filled in, I asked? Yes, Max said. It was buried. But the sulfur springs still existed. There was even a pipe that brought up sulfur water when the spigot was turned on. The baseball field called Sulfur Dell was built over the old historic site. For me, and Mac too, I think, the story was a small lesson in how progress can so easily overwhelm nature and wilderness. Thank you. On May 24, 2008, then-Governor Phil Bredesen commended Mack's half-century as, quote, the conservation conscious of Tennessee and conferred on him the title Tennessee State Park Naturalist Emeritus. After Mack passed in April of 2020, Governor Bill Lee proclaimed March 31, 2021 as Mack Pritchard Day in Tennessee. Mack envisioned the future of Tennessee as a place where everyone has access to the outdoors. He hoped to see the whole state be a network of parks, greenways, and even blueways that come right into the heart of our cities and communities, especially those that have been blighted and forgotten. Max saw our cities full of community gardens to offer places for people to get outside, to learn, and to grow food. He wanted more opportunities for people to walk and to exercise close to home, essentially envisioning our whole state as a park. He imagined a new focus on conservation education to instill a love of nature in young people, so they can continue the work of this vision into the next millennia. Mac Pritchard's vision is something all Tennesseans can help make a reality. You are carrying forward this vision when you advocate for clean water and the preservation of our wild spaces, or when you visit a state park, or even when you share your favorite nature discovery with friends and families. We can all take on a small part of who Mac was as we collectively work to envision a better tomorrow. The Cumberland River Compact extends our deepest gratitude to the family, friends, and colleagues of Mac Pritchard who generously shared their stories with us. This episode of River Talks also serves as an oral history archive of Mac Pritchard's legacy. We invite others who knew Mac to share their story for this legacy project. Please visit cumberlandrivercompact.org blog for more details about how you can share your story.